0: Chapter 4. How it fares with one who is not on the winning side. Two soldiers of the 3rd Division, called the Unconquerable, stood looking down for quite a while at the two survivors of the great battle. The soldiers were brave and gallant fellows. They had been patrolling through the tunnel just at the moment that the train came into Qinglonggao Station. Precisely as the captain said, Our enemy are... They had raised their guns and had fired, and immediately fired again and then again, so that the captain should know exactly who the enemy were. Then they saw the captain jump down from the train, and the gunners jumped down after him. When they had all run away, the two soldiers realized that with six blank cartridges they had captured a whole train with horses, trucks, and cannon but they had not been able to take a single prisoner since none had remained to be taken. Only when they came to the last freight car had they any luck. But they're only little boys, said the first soldier gently. They must grow up, said the second soldier. But perhaps they're dead. No, they're still alive. They're trembling. We're shivering because we're so cold, cried Big Tiger, raising his head. Stand up! Ordered the first soldier. Do you know what you are? asked the second soldier. He's Compass Mountain, and I'm Big Tiger. That's not what I mean, said the first soldier. You're prisoners of war, said the second soldier. Christian hung his head, and so did Big Tiger. It was dreadful suddenly to find oneself a prisoner of war. Do you understand anything about engines? asked the first soldier. No, said Big Tiger and Christian. We understand nothing about them. Then you're stupid into the bargain, said the second soldier. Now come along with us. May we take the blankets with us, commander, asked Big Tiger. Take them, but hurry up. We have only a few minutes. The two soldiers took their guns under their arms and led Big Tiger and Christian down to the middle of the train. There, there was one car with a little turret on top of it and an iron ladder up to it. When they had all climbed up, the first soldier said, look at this wheel with a handle to it. You must both start turning it with all your might as soon as the train whistles. It's a break, and you may stop only when it won't turn anymore. We'll turn it without ceasing, said Big Tiger. We're going straight uphill to the pass, declared the second soldier. We've captured you two rascals and all the horses and guns, so you have to do what we want you to do. Perhaps it will succeed. Perhaps it won't. "'It's dangerous, but that's war.' "'It can't be helped,' said Big Tiger. "'The two soldiers laughed and went off. "'As they could not reverse the engine by themselves, "'they merely threw the switch instead, "'and then they climbed onto the engine. "'The two soldiers belonged to a railway detachment, "'and they knew their job. "'After a quarter of an hour, "'a mighty shower of sparks rose from the tunnel. "'We're off!' shouted the soldiers. "'Hold tight, you two in front!' We're holding tight, cried Christian and Big Tiger. Nevertheless, they fell back against the wall of the caboose when the locomotive started. The buffers of the cars struck violently one upon the other. Then the wheels began to turn obediently. Immediately afterwards, the train entered the tunnel from which the two soldiers had fired. Again, there was a thundering roar and smoke, but this time the smoke came from behind because the locomotive was pushing the whole long train in front of it. Christian and Big Tiger wished very much that the tunnel would come to an end, but the tunnel was long and remained dark. The train slowed down and suddenly a shrill whistle rent the air. It was like a cry of terror. Immediately, Christian and Big Tiger started turning the wheel. At first, it was easy but soon it became harder, and they found it all they could do to keep on. At the end of the train, the locomotive could be heard panting. Its wheels were revolving wildly, and there was a continuous glow of fire on the roof of the tunnel. For some seconds, the train stood still. Then, suddenly, it began to run backwards. Quite slowly and uncannily, the whole train started gliding downhill. Big Tiger was the first to realize that an accident was threatening. He pushed his shoulder firmly against the handle of the brake. We've got to hold this wheel fast, he panted. Our lives aren't worth much now. Then Christian hung with both hands onto one of the spokes, and so they both remained, exerting all their strength. But the train continued gliding downhill. At last, one of the soldiers came running by. He swung a lantern and called out, "'Don't let go, old warriors! "'Hold fast, noble sons of heroes! "'Nothing worse could happen to us than this!' He ran from car to car, taking down the brake shoe which hung by each wheel and ramming it quickly under. The wheels creaked, the backward slide slowed down, and finally the train stood still. Having reached the last car, The soldier came back at a walk. He was happy again, and his lantern glowed cheerfully. You can let go now, he said. You've been real men. The second soldier climbed down from the locomotive. He was carrying a bag of sweet poppy seed cakes. The Symbols for riches, happiness, and a long life were written on them in sugar icing. He shared out the cakes with the long life emblems first. For we have had a wonderful escape, he said. Christian and Big Tiger were terribly hungry. We thank you, they said. Please excuse us if we eat heartily. Eat away, said the soldiers. When all the cakes had been eaten, the first soldier said, You are prisoners of war, but we trust you. We have eaten your bread, said Big Tiger, and we are no loafers. That's good, said the soldier. We must stay here and guard the train, which won't move anymore. You two must take courage and walk through to the end of the dark tunnel. Then stand and call out, gentle wind. As soon as someone says, bring success, you can go on, but not before, or you'll be shot. We hear and obey, said Big Tiger and Christian. The tunnel sentries will ask, where do you come from? Answer, we are sent by good companion and yellow arrow. Then they will ask, where do you want to go? And you shall say, "'to the great General Wu, for whom we have a message. "'Don't let them question you. "'Be firm and don't chatter. "'Report what you know and what you have seen "'only to the General. "'Ask him to send us another locomotive "'so that we don't have to stick a hundred years in this tunnel. "'Do you understand all that?' "'Yes, we understand,' said Christian. "'Farewell, elder brothers,' said Big Tiger. "'We shall go now.' "'They bowed three times to the soldiers.' You are polite people, said good companion. One can see that at once, said yellow arrow. Farewell, and may you have many lucky stars. Chapter 5 A Chapter in which we make the Honorable Acquaintance of General Wu Pai Fu As long as the soldier's lantern lighted them a little, all went well. But they had only got to the last car, when Big Tiger stumbled against a plank. It hurt him a lot. We'll fall often on the stones or the iron rails, he said, feeling the painful spot. Wait, said Christian, I've just thought of something. He climbed up into the last freight car and crawled around in the dark until he found the bamboo cane which the captain had left behind when he fled. Now we needn't be afraid, declared Christian. Give me your hand. Big Tiger was surprised, but then he noticed that Christian was feeling his way along the railroad track with the stick. Have you ever heard of this General Wu-Pai-Fu? asked Big Tiger. Never, said Christian. Few know him, but all love him, said Big Tiger. He's going to beat General Chang Tso-Ling and end the Civil War, and then he'll make a happy peace. They had been walking a full hour. When they saw before them a semicircular opening. A few stars were visible, and beneath them a nocturnal landscape with the railway lines shining in the middle. Christian stopped. Do you remember the password? he asked. Is it fresh wind or pleasant wind? It's gentle wind, said Big Tiger. We learn at school that wood and wind are gentle, so it's gentle wind. From now on, they were careful not to make noise, and since they wore felt shoes, this was possible. They stopped more than a hundred yards from the exit of the tunnel. It's best if you call out, said Christian. Big Tiger raised his hands to his mouth, but before he could shout even one word, a sharp voice called out, Who goes there? "Uh, We're here, said Big Tiger, confused. Gentle wind, cried Christian promptly. Bring success, answered the voice. May we go on now? asked Big Tiger. Come on, said the voice. You seem like queer birds. We're prisoners of war, said Christian. But we're unguarded because we are trusted, said Big Tiger. They held hands again and walked on with beating hearts toward the mouth of the tunnel. Four soldiers were standing there, wearing fur cloaks and fur caps with ear flaps, which left only the face free. Where do you come from? One of them asked. Good companion and yellow arrow have sent us. Indeed, and where do you want to go? Take us to the great General Wu. We must give him a message. what, you, cried the soldiers, and suddenly they began laughing uproariously. And when one of them stopped, another began. Your excellency's names, asked one of them, but he could hardly speak for laughing. This is Compass Mountain, and I am Big Tiger. The four soldiers clapped their hands gleefully, you really mean, cried one of them, that one of you is Mountain of Charcoal and the other is Black Tiger. Oh, mighty princes, cried another, where is your royal domain? Were you born beyond the ocean where the sun makes men black? Asked the fourth. At this, Christian and Big Tiger realized that there was something weird about them. They looked at each other and in spite of the darkness, they could see that their faces and hands were black and that their clothes, too, were covered with soot. Oh, we're not Negroes, said Christian. It will come off when we wash, Big Tiger assured them. Is there water anywhere? He looked around and saw a signalman's man's hut a little way off. Then he started, for a figure in a wide cloak emerged suddenly and stopped between them and the soldiers. No one had noticed the stranger coming. He was wearing a gray military cloak, with narrow epaulets on which were three stars. Why are you laughing so loudly? Asked the man severely. Are you not on sentry duty? The soldiers shouldered their rifles in haste and stood to attention. We beg your excellency's pardon, they said. You are fools, said the man, to make a row like this when you should be quiet. You are bad soldiers. We admit it, said the soldiers penitently. The stranger now turned to Big Tiger and Christian. "'I have heard what you want. "'Give me your message. "'I am General Wupai-Fu.' "'Big Tiger and Christian bowed very low three times, "'but they did not venture to say anything. "'They remained with bowed heads, "'their blankets around their shoulders, "'for they knew they were as black as hobgoblins. "'Speak,' said the General. "'We haven't washed yet,' said Big Tiger. "'In war,' said General Wu fu amused. "'It does not always matter.' whether one is clean or not. Say what you have to say. I'm Compass Mountain, said Christian, and this is Big Tiger, and we're prisoners of war. Pray, how old are you? asked the general. If it had not been dark, they could have seen that he was smiling. We're both 13 years old, said Big Tiger. Of course, Qui chan is only 12, but that's because his parents don't count the year of birth as mine do. Yesterday morning we let a kite off, and a string broke because the train was traveling too fast. And then we were suddenly at Lung Gao, where the monument is, and there were shots, continued Christian, and our soldiers jumped off the train. Were they so frightened then? asked the general. They said the battle was lost and it couldn't be helped. General Wu Pai Fu gave a little laugh, and then he said that the soldiers of General Chang So Ling didn't seem very keen on fighting. They just left the train there with a lot of horses and cars and guns in it, said Christian. And good companion and yellow arrow conquered the lot and us as well. But now they're stuck in the tunnel because the engine won't go anymore. And they've sent us to tell you, we mean to ask you if you would please, if General Wu would be so kind, you should say if your excellency would care to, whispered one of the soldiers. No, said the general, you needn't say that. And to get another engine from Y Xian and send it to them in the tunnel. Isn't that it? Yes, that's it, said Big Tiger. Then we'd better hurry. Come along.